Allah says, Sabiku, run, ila maghfiratim mir rabbikum, to forgiveness of your Lord. Do not compete in fakhr. Do not compete in kathra. What is the real race that you've been sent here for? Sabiku, musabaka, is to compete with each other, to race with each other, to get ahead. So you should be racing, competing with, with each other, in what causes? In what work? Ila maghfiratin. To forgiveness. Mirabbikum of your Lord. Wa jannatin and also jannah. This is the real race. You should be ahead in doing good. You should do more than what others are doing. And especially ila maghfiratin. Rush and race in actions that will bring you forgiveness. So every day, instead of thinking, what can I do to impress my sister? I can just show off to her. that I know better words than her. Or I can impress my neighbors. Or I can impress my co-workers. Think, what can I do today to get maghfirah? To get forgiveness? Wa jannatin. And also a jannah, a garden. Arduha ka'ardi sama'i wal ard. Whose width is like that of the sky and the earth together. How huge is the, is the earth? Pretty big. And how huge is the sky? We don't even know. Jannah is as wide as the sky and the earth. And it has been prepared for who? أُعِدَّتْ لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا بِاللَّهِ وَرُسُولِهِ It has been prepared for those people who believe in Allah and His messengers. ذَلِكَ فَضْلُ اللَّهِ That is the bounty of Allah. يُؤْتِيهِ مَنْ يَشَاءُ That He gives to whomever He wills. وَاللَّهُ ذُو الْفَضْلِ الْعَظِيمِ And Allah is the possessor of great bounty. You see how this message is repeated over and over again in these verses. Rush to Allah. In the previous surahs we learned, فَفِرُّوا إِلَى اللَّهِ بِسَابِقُونَ And here, سَابِقُوا You've been sent to this world to make your home in Jannah. Now, work quickly. Don't delay. You know when you're in a competition, you see people in competitions, right? Have you ever seen people, let's say, in a cooking competition? Now, can you imagine there's a person in a cooking competition, and instead of cooking, they're just looking at the dishes. Wow, that's a really nice knife. Wow, these ingredients? What grocery store did you bring them Do you ever see people talking like that? They know that those tools are for them to use, not to enjoy. They will use them because they know that time is short. So we have limited time over here also. So do something today to bring you forgiveness. Compete in works of forgiveness. Do those things that will bring you forgiveness. What brings you forgiveness? Salah, dhikr. Tasbih, salawat on the Prophet wasallam, And aim for Jannah. Jannah, that is huge. We learned that the Prophet wasallam, he said that, I met Ibrahim salam on the night of Isra. The Prophet wasallam said, that I met Ibrahim on the night of Isra. And he said to me that, O Muhammad wasallam, convey my salam to your ummah. Ummah. He didn't say your companions. He said your ummah. So he also sent salam to you, by the way. Isn't that beautiful? And he said, tell them that Jannah is of pure land and sweet water. And its expanse is vast. However, Jannah is empty. 
Meaning each person's Jannah is empty. So how do you fill it? What are the plantations? They are, the seedlings are, Subhanallahi, walhamdulillahi, wala ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar. So fill it up. Race in filling up your Jannah. Just like there's an obsession that we have in filling up our houses with the latest this or the latest that, or the better this or the better that. So race, compete in filling up your eternal home in Jannah. And Allah says that Jannah is vast. How vast? Like the width of the sky and the earth. How vast is Jannah? We cannot even imagine it. The Prophet ﷺ, he said that I know the last person who will be brought out of hell and admitted into Jannah. So he will be told, enter Jannah. He will go, he will enter, and he will say to Allah that, oh Allah, it's already full. I mean, it's full. There's so many people, I, I can't find any space in here. I think it's all full. He'll be told, go, go enter Jannah. He'll say, it's full. He'll go back and he'll say, it's full. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, go back. And this will happen a, a couple times. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, that go and enter Jannah. And you will have the equivalent of the whole world. And ten times as much. How much? The equivalent of the whole world and ten times as much. So that person will say, Oh Allah, are you joking with me? When you are the sovereign king? You understand? Why will the man say that? Out of complete surprise that how was that possible? And the Prophet ﷺ, when he was narrating this, he was smiling so much that the people could see his back teeth. He was smiling so much. So, race towards Jannah. That is eternal. Don't race for this dunya. Yes, use it. It's a tool. It's a means. But not the goal. So treat it like that. It should not be your priority, nor should it be your ultimate worry and concern. Allah gave this to you to build your home in Jannah. So work on that. And then in the following ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, مَا أَصَابَ مِن مُصِيبَةٍ مَا أَصَابَ Whatever strikes, مِن مُصِيبَةٍ From any trouble, any difficulty. Musiba is literally that which reaches, that which hits. So anything that hits you, anything that reaches you, فِي الْأَرْضِ In the earth, like for example, a natural disaster, there's a fire, there's a storm, there's a flood, there's an earthquake, any tragedy, and fil ardi in the earth also includes the people of the world, so it could be political unrest, whatever it may be, wala fi anfusikum, nor in yourselves. In yourselves, meaning in your body. You're suffering from some difficulty in your body, some pain in your body, or in your heart, psychologically in your feelings, in your relationships, with your children, or in your community. مَا أَصَابَ مِن مُصِيبَةٍ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَلَا فِي أَنفُسِكُمْ There is not a problem that hits you, neither in this world, nor anything in your personal life. Whether this is something tangible or intangible. Something that's extremely painful, or something that's very positive even. Because remember, musibah is literally that which hits. 
So this could include something good and something evil. So in other words, nothing happens in this world nor in your life illa fi kitabin except that it is in a book. Meaning it is recorded in the book. Which book? Which book is this? Lawhul Mahfuz, the preserved tablet. And when was it written over there? Min qabli, before an-nabra'aha, that we created it, that we brought it into being. Brought what into being? The musibah. Meaning the musibah that is happening right now, yes, it's happening right now before your eyes, yes, you're experiencing it right now in your life, but remember that this was written long time ago in the book, in the record. The word nabra'a from bara hamza, bar is to create, to bring into existence. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knew about this musibah. He wrote it, He willed it, and now He has created it. You think this is amazing? Well, inna dhalika ala Allah yaseer. Indeed, that for Allah is easy. This is not difficult for Allah. Why is this being mentioned over here? The example of this life was given. And we see that in life, there are many times when we get hurt or we get something. There are times when we are happy and there are times when we are sad. There are times when we experience victory, gain, success. And there are times when we experience loss, failure and other such things. There is sickness and there is healing. There is wealth and there is poverty. There are reasons to feel very happy and there are reasons to feel very sad and depressed and worried. This is what this life is about, isn't it? I mean, in one day sometimes you go through so much. The morning is amazing, the afternoon is completely different and by the night you're in tears. Isn't it? But then you go to sleep sad and then in the morning you have a fresh start. Right? So if you look back at your life, if you look back at your day, this is what we experience, good and evil. Now what happens is that if we experience good things, we begin to feel that yes, my life is very good. And if we experience you know, certain difficulties, then we pity ourselves. What is this ayah teaching us? That your success or your good life is not measured by the good things you have experienced or the bad things you've experienced. Because no matter what reaches you, no matter what happens to you, remember, this was written long time before. This was written way before even the earth was created. So what's the point then? What's the objective? What's the lesson over here? The thing is that we begin to fear difficulties and we become greedy for immediate gain, for immediate success or for immediate gratification. And based on that, we make certain decisions, which may bring us joy in the short term, but in the long term, they may be very detrimental. Right now, we're so consumed by, so overwhelmed by the difficulty that we're in, that we just want to get out of it. And because of that, we'll even do something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala disapproves of. So we are being given a, the big picture of life over here. That yes, it hurts right now. Yes, you're having fun right now. But this is life. It is not permanent. It is temporary. And no matter what you're going through right now, realize that it is temporary. Realize that this was written 
before. So your decisions in life should not be based on what you're going to get right now. But what you're going to get in the future, in the hereafter. And also, this ayah, what it teaches us is that no matter what we gain or we lose, it doesn't mean that we have become successful or we've become complete losers and failures in life. No. The real success is that of the hereafter. And the real failure is that of the hereafter. Recently I was listening to a lecture in which the explanation of the ayah was being given, the ayah which is in Surah Al-Infitar, that, إِنَّ الْأَبْرَارَ لَفِي نَعِيمٍ That indeed the righteous, they are surely in na'im. They are in pleasure, in bliss, in comfort. And they were saying that this ayah is not just talking about the state of the righteous in Jannah. It is talking about their present state in this world also. That when a person... He does righteous action, then it brings him na'im in this life also. It brings him pleasure and contentment and happiness where? In this life also. That he may be experiencing pain in his body, a lot of stress in their life, but they will still have a reason to smile. They will still have a reason to feel happy. So then, innal abrara lafi na'im, what does it mean? That Righteousness, righteous action brings happiness and joy and comfort to a person. And they connected this with the ayah of the Qur'an that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says about the Qur'an that فَبِذَلِكَ فَلِيَفْرَحُوا That Qur'an is something because of which people should be happy. They should rejoice. And they were saying that Qur'an should bring you joy in your life. So if Despite having the Qur'an in your life, studying the Qur'an, memorizing the Qur'an, reciting the Qur'an, you're still a miserable, unhappy person. You haven't really benefited from the Qur'an. If you're still stressed out, you haven't really benefited from the Qur'an. Because the abrar, they are lafi na'im. They're content. They're happy. No matter what situation they're in, they have the strength to be patient. They have the strength to find what is positive? So here, ما أصاب من مصيبة في الأرض ولا في أنفسكم إلا في كتاب. This was already recorded. من قبل أن Now it is coming about, but this was written from before. And this belief that we have in al qadr, in divine decree, what does it bring to a person? Contentment with life. It doesn't mean that you just watch life as it goes by or as it happens. It just means that you accept the situation that you're in and you make the most of it. Instead of getting upset about why something didn't happen the way you wanted it. The Prophet ﷺ said, مَا أَصَابَكَ لَمْ يَكُنْ Whatever has hit you was never meant to miss you. If it's hit you, it was never meant to miss you. It was supposed to hit you. It was supposed to reach you. And وَأَنَّمَا أَخْطَأَكْ لَمْ يَكُنْ لِيُصِيبَكْ And whatever has missed you, you didn't get it? Well, you know what? It was never ever meant to reach you. This was never meant to happen. And when you have this iman, and when you have this perspective on life, then what will happen? لِكَيْ لَا لِكَيْ so that la not meaning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling you about this why so that la ta'so you do not become despaired you do not give up hope ala 
over ma fatakum that which has eluded you fatakum fa wauta fawat fawat is to slip away to pass away are there things in our lives that slip away from our hands are there opportunities that just slip away that just go away yeah does it happen has it ever happened with you that you go to a restaurant to eat something all right and then you just forget to have dessert maybe or you just forget to have a certain food item and then somebody asks you later did you try that and you say no have you ever missed things out we miss them all the time isn't it but what happens over the sauce that we didn't get to eat or the drink that we didn't get to have or the dessert that we didn't get to have or the people we didn't get to spend much time with we grieve and grieve allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that he is telling you this that everything that's happening right now was written from before it was supposed to happen why so that you do not despair over what has eluded you over what has passed you over what you have missed out on because if you continue to grieve over it then can you enjoy what you have can you can you be happy about what you have no you can't if you keep thinking about what you don't have anymore then can you enjoy what you still have no let's say for example you really wanted to spend an hour with a friend of yours and you had only that one hour and for the first 20 30 minutes somebody else was sitting there and they didn't let you talk to your friend all right then what happened finally they went away how much time do you have left 30 minutes but in those 30 minutes you were just upset that what's wrong with this person why didn't they let me talk to my friend so because you're so upset and angry can you benefit from that 30 minutes that you still have no you can't what a big loss What a loss. We deprive ourselves of the blessings that Allah has given us when we grieve over what we have lost. And what we have lost, we can never get it back anyway. And we were supposed to lose it. It was not meant to stay with us because that is what was written. So لِكَيْ لَا تَأْسَوْ عَلَى مَا فَاتَكُمْ وَلَا تَفْرَحُوا بِمَا آتَكُمْ And you do not exult over what He has given you. meaning if there's something good that has reached you you are enjoying some success some blessings that Allah has given you well don't exult over them too much don't be proud of them too much either don't go to this extreme either why because know that you have it today because Allah wrote it for you wallahu la yuhibbu and Allah does not love kullu mukhtalin faqur every person who is self deluded and boastful who is mukhtal mukhtal ikhtial All right from kha ya lam khail khail is a horse how does a horse walk it's got his its neck up high right so mukhtal is a person who is self deluded mu'jib bi nafsihi meaning he thinks very highly of himself in his head he thinks very highly of himself this is mukhtal and fakhur is someone who is boastful meaning who cannot keep his pride in his heart he just has to talk about it he has to mention it Fakhur it is said fakhur is a person who keeps talking about fa'altu wa fa'altu i did this and i did that i went here and i ate that i met this person and i did that this is fakhur constantly showing off so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling you that everything is decreed why so that you can stay humble 
you remain humble. In Surah Az-Zumar, Ayah 49, we learn, ثُمَّ إِذَا خَوَّلْنَاهُ النِّعْمَةً مِنَّا قَالَ إِنَّمَا أُوْتِيتُهُ عَلَىٰ عِلْمٍ That there are some people whom, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives them a blessing, they say, I was given this because of my knowledge. I'm deserving of it. And in life, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives something to us, and then takes it away, is it humbling? Does it keep us humble? What's the benefit of loss? And pain, it keeps us humble. Alladina, who are the mukhtal and fakhur? Alladina yabkhaluna, they are those people who are stingy. Because mukhtal, fakhur, is self-deluded, proud of himself, so he's stingy, he wants all the good just for himself. وَيَأْمُرُونَ النَّاسَ بِالْبُخْلِ And they enjoin upon people with bukhl also, meaning they tell people to be stingy also. It's as if their stinginess is not sufficient for them. They have to tell others to be stingy also. وَمَن يَتَوَلَّ And whoever turns away, meaning from Allah, فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ هُوَ الْغَنِيُّ الْحَمِيدُ Then indeed Allah, He is free of need and praiseworthy. What is bukhl? What is stinginess? Basically, stinginess is to hoard the blessings that Allah has given to a person. Hoard them. So that a person neither uses them, nor does he let anybody else use them. He doesn't enjoy them himself and he doesn't let anybody else enjoy them either. Why would a person do that? I'm sure every one of us has done something like this in our lives. For example, we get some food. I don't know why I'm thinking of food today. But let's say you get some dessert, okay? And you keep it in your refrigerator, all right? And you say, I'm going to have it. Not today. I'm going to have it tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes like, you know what? Let me save it for tomorrow. Right? And then you keep saving it, keep saving it, until what happens? You get so busy, you forget about having it, and by the end, what do you see? It's expired. It's only good for the garbage. Why do we do this? Because we are afraid about the future. That if I finish it all today, or if I give it to somebody today, I will not have it tomorrow. What will I do tomorrow? You understand? This is our fear. We want to protect ourselves from poverty tomorrow, which is why we become stingy today. We deprive ourselves and we deprive others also. Whereas who knows about tomorrow? Only Allah. Who is our provider today and tomorrow? It is Allah. So, الَّذِينَ يَبْخَلُونَ وَيَأْمُرُونَ النَّاسَ بِالْبُخْلِ وَمَن يَتَوَلَّ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ هُوَ الْغَنِيُّ الْحَمِيدُ If you look in the surah, over and over again we are invited to spend in the way of Allah. Right? مُصَدِّقِينَ مُصَدِّقَاتِ أَقْرَضُ اللَّهَ قَرْضًا حَسَنًا مَنْ ذَا الَّذِي يُقْرِضُ اللَّهَ قَرْضًا حَسَنًا And when we are invited to spend in the way of Allah, what are we being told? Worry about today or worry about the real tomorrow? Worry about the real tomorrow. We worry about our worldly future because of which we become so stingy. But we don't worry about the akhirah when we will truly be needy. When we will truly be empty-handed. The Prophet ﷺ, he said that on the day of judgment, paradise will be brought. Paradise will be brought. How? That it will be brought with all of its adornment. Meaning completely decked out, beautified. This is how paradise will be brought. And it will be said, 
Aina ibadi. Allah will say, Where are my servants? Alladina qatalu fi sabili wa kutilu. Those who fought in my way and they were fought against because of me. Wa udu fi sabili. And they were hurt in my way. They suffered loss and they suffered pain in my way. And they didn't stop because of that hurt and loss. They continued to strive in my way. Enter Jannah, all of you now. Those of you who suffered in my way. And the Prophet said that they will enter Jannah without any hisab, without any reckoning. The reason why I mentioned this hadith to you is to highlight the part about udhu fi sabili, suffering in the way of Allah. You see, we hold back, we hold back our money, our time. We hold back, we become selfish because we're afraid for ourselves. We don't want to get hurt. We don't want to be sleep deprived. We don't want to be hungry. We don't want to be tired. But the thing is that if we want to make a home in the hereafter, we have to give something up today. And whatever it is that you give up today for the sake of Allah, whether it is some money or it is your time or the fact that you're standing on your feet walking as you're volunteering for a Muslim event, for instance, whatever you're giving, you're suffering in the way of Allah. This is not going in vain. This is going to benefit you. And those who keep holding back and turning away from Allah, وَمَن يَتَوَلَّ Whoever turns away, then Allah doesn't need that person at all. Because Allah is ghani and hamid. He doesn't need our service. If we serve Him, and we suffer in any way, even if it's a little bit, this is, at the end, who's going to benefit? We are going to benefit. Look at this hadith. What sabili? Where are those servants of mine who suffered in my way, who got hurt and injured and tired in my way? Where are they? Not those who spent their time sleeping and just eating and partying and just having fun and living their lives just for their own pleasure and comfort. No, those who lived for Allah. Where are they? And they will be told to enter Jannah without any hisab. We'll listen to the recitation of these verses. سابقوا إلى مغفرة من ربكم وجنة عرضها كعرض السماء والأرض أعدت للذين آمنوا بالله ورسله ذلك فضل الله يؤتيه من يشاء وَاللَّهُ ذُو الْفَضْلِ الْعَظِيمِ مَا أَصَابَ مِن مُصِيبَةٍ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَلَا فِي أَنفُسِكُمْ إِلَّا فِي كِتَابٍ إِلَّا فِي كِتَابٍ مِنْ قَبْلِ أَنْ نَبْرَأَهَا إِنَّ ذَلِكَ عَلَى اللَّهِ يَسِيرٌ لِكَيْ لَا تَأْسَوْا عَلَى مَا فَاتَكُمْ وَلَا تَفْرَحُوا بِمَا آتَاكُمْ وَاللَّهُ لَا يُحِبُّ كُلَّ مُخْتَالٍ فَخُورٍ 